In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Episode 19 of the Dad DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Andrew, and I'm so glad to have you back here for another episode. You might notice we are back to the original music. I've actually had to switch up microphones, and hopefully this is going to work a little bit better than we've had in the last couple of weeks here. But uh, yeah, that has been the thing. I hope you've been having a great week so far. This weekend, it was Easter for us, and that was a good thing, kind of getting the time to spend with family and just kind of celebrating that. After church on Sunday, we actually got to do a egg hunt it was just the boys and it was just in our front yard but my wife and i got a bunch of plastic eggs and filled them with candy and then stuck them out on the uh, front yard and let the boys hunt i actually wound up posting a quick video of that on my page if you hadn't already seen that but it was something where i followed them around it was one of my first times using my dji osmo gimbal on something that i was actually posting so i uh, was pretty excited about that it definitely it's got a little bit of a learning curve to it but i think it made it really nice and a smooth looking video so i was pretty pretty happy with how everything turned out on there so that was kind of how we spent our sunday just kind of doing that we uh wound up the boys were, did a pretty good job of finding the eggs. Uh, Alton had a little bit of trouble finding the last egg, which was the golden egg, which he was so desperately wanting to be the one to find it. And he did ultimately find it. But it was definitely one of those warmer, cold, cold, freezing. Where are you going, son? That is the opposite of warmer. Like, it was just, it was quite quite amusing so uh we had fun with that if you haven't seen that definitely check that out on our instagram page because uh that was a uh, fun for this week so it was definitely i mean it's one of those things last year when covid first hit i think that was kind of like the thing for my wife is alton is getting at the age where he's starting to be able to participate in these sorts of things and really remember like egg hunts and that sort of thing and so last year you know, obviously with COVID coming up on us as quickly as it did, we didn't get to do an egg hunt with him. So that was something like, you know, church would always do an egg hunt around the time of year. And we just didn't get the opportunity to because everything got canceled. And so we did a little bit of an egg hunt last year. We did an egg hunt this year, but it's one of those things, definitely looking forward to the point where things are a little bit more back to normal and we wind up having egg hunts again and all of that fun stuff. So yeah, that was our uh, weekend. We're also just been, I mean, hanging out. Alton, one of the things that he got in his Easter basket, we do try to like give him something fun in there. And Alton got kinetic sand. I don't know who if you have familiar with kinetic sand. This was definitely something that was not a thing when I was a kid. And now it's like, oh, kinetic sand. It's like Play-Doh, but not 
really like play-doh like it's different like it feels like sand and it like coheses together kind of like play-doh but is coheses even a word i don't even know regardless like that was the interesting thing with it was kind of getting to try that out and kind of feel it and it's a little bit less dense than play-doh i think but it also apparently doesn't dry out as easily is what i'm hearing so and like when you clean it up like you it can get in like carpet and you can get it out of carpet easily enough supposedly i'm not testing that theory to be completely honest like there are certain things that it's like as a parent people claim oh this isn't so bad and you're like oh yeah and then you find out later no it's actually about as bad as it was so i'm i'm not going to test that theory the boys play with it at the table and that's all well and good and fun so yeah that was uh what we were up to this weekend so hope you guys are just having a great weekend yourselves hope you're having a great week it is beautiful right now here in oregon and i don't know like it's just you know we're gonna get some rainy days and i get that like it's kind of just how spring goes you get some really nice weather that reminds you hey summer's coming but at the same time you also get those rainy days and it's like oh here we go again so super excited for the weather one of the things this week that i actually got to do was uh replace a another part on my trigger and uh so that that was a kind of kind of a fun story for those of you who weren't familiar we did go ahead and replace the pro controller that we'd gotten the off-brand one i think i may have told this story previously but i replaced the off-brand one that i bought to save money with a traeger branded controller because as it turns out you do really get what you pay for and 50 bucks for a pro controller seems like a steal until you've had to go through two of them and they don't work the way that you were expecting them to work so bought a new one well literally the first time that i tried to fire it up after getting the new one on there the auger motor which i think is the last mechanical part in this system that had not been replaced at this point i have replaced the induction fan i have replaced the heating rod the heat pot i have replaced the uh, internal temperature regulator i've replaced the controller so literally this was the last piece in there and it made a just awful noise like when it was winding up and so that was one of those things i knew eventually it was going to have to be replaced but when i fired it up and the fan on the back of the auger motor decided to fall off i realized it is actually going to definitely be time so thankfully there is a guy that i discovered locally who used to work for Traeger, and he had great conversation with him about my machine apparently he worked on that first one that came off the line for the machine that i had so he was able to tell me quite a bit about it but that guy also sells Traeger parts and so he actually wound up having a replacement auger motor and I was able to pick that up from him he shipped it to me because he was in Idaho at the time but was able to get it to me and so we got that all squared away I paid him he mailed it to me I installed the new one and it is fantastic it works again I was able to get it up to temperature with absolutely no problems and it makes a whole lot less noise. So I'm not yet to the point of getting myself one of those really nice, you know, Wi-Fi connected ones. But definitely this is an upgrade. It feels a lot nicer. And I'm, I'm just excited to be able to smoke meats again. Let's be honest. We're getting into that season of life where it's going to be throwing stuff out on the smoker and let her rip. So, uh, yeah, give me give me a brisket. Give me a pulled pork. Give me something to do. Like, I, I actually haven't done ribs yet, and I think that's going to be one of my next kind of projects is getting ribs and doing them. But, yeah, that has been fun. I wound up actually taking a uh, master class. I got a master class for my Christmas present this year, 
and that membership is good through the end of the year. And one of the things that I've enjoyed with it is they've got one uh, from the maker of Franklin Barbecue, or the founder of Franklin Barbecue, not the maker, but. And he talks about it. And a lot of it's stuff that, you know, we've discussed previously, like I don't have use for how to build a fire. Now, it is beautifully shot. I loved watching it. But at the end of the day, I've got a trigger. I flip a switch. It sets the temperature and I'm good to go. So and people can argue whether or not that's real barbecue. I don't care. It's easier for me than trying to monitor a fire all day and all of that fun stuff. And I'm OK with that. But the uh, one that I haven't gotten to do yet is ribs. And so I'll probably go back and rewatch his episode on ribs and kind of remember how that all works. And then I'll take a crack at that. But they're apparently supposed to be pretty difficult to screw up. Not as difficult to screw up as a pulled pork is, but relatively difficult. So, all right, we're going to head to our first break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about what we watched this week. And stay tuned. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. And we are back. Thank you again so much for joining us this week. So this week's episode, we're talking about all sorts of fun stuff. So as you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been kind of on my hot list as of late, and I am loving this most recent episode. Spoiler alerts, as always, if it's something you haven't watched yet, definitely don't come here thinking that you're going to hear me talk and not spoil something because... I love you guys, but I can't keep it to myself. I try to keep that embargo where I don't talk about anything until the Monday after it's aired, and that kind of is my solemn promise to you. To you, I'm not you. I'm not you. I'm not going to go. This week we break Zemo out, and it was a fantastic breakout. Can I just say because the entire breakout is framed in Bucky giving Sam a hypothetical: if Zemo were to escape during a prison riot, in all of these weirdly specific terms, and then. Zemo shows up. We get a little bit of a reveal about Zemo, more specifically that he was a baron and was, in fact, rich, which is where they wind up meeting up with him and getting on a plane to go and check out Madripoor, which is a fictional island nation well known for Marvel Comics lore, mostly associated with Wolverine, but basically think an island full of assassins wanting to kill everybody. Well, not everybody, but, you know, kill each other, really. And uh, it's easy to put a bounty out on anybody, that sort of thing. All sorts of fun stuff, you know, arms dealers, smugglers, that sort of thing. Yeah, they're all, it's basically like the Marvel version of Moss Eisley Cantina, a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Well, they wind up going there 
and I'm not going to get into all of the details on it, but we do get a fantastic scene where they're in a club and Zemo is dancing or not. It's not a club. It's actually a gallery run by uh, Sharon Carter herself, who we find out has been on the run since helping Cap in Civil War and is very much a different woman than we left her. She's not so clean and squeaky as she used to be. She's very much a underground person and she's kind of taken to that life where she's running a gallery that's full of stolen art i mean it's all very fascinating when you find out kind of what she's up to but there's a great scene in there where they're wandering around this thing and zemo is dancing and thank goodness for the internet because the first thought that had crossed my mind is I really feel like what is love needs to be playing here. And somebody on TikTok already went and did that. And it was about the funniest thing I could have expected him doing his little dance moves. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, like Zemo is a dork, but also he is a villain. And so but it was just one of those kind of humorous moments that's very interesting to get. Like it's kind of the trademark Marvel. You get a little bit of humor. You get a little bit of your action. And so, like, but Zemo being a terrible dancer to me just strikes me as like the epitome of what we needed in that particular episode. Overall, I really enjoyed this episode compared to the first two episodes. I'm going to be interested to see how they bring back John Walker and, um, oh, Battlestar. I can't remember the guy's name all of a sudden, but the dude that is with him that's his sidekick, like, um, they were going to try to talk to Zemo only to find out Zemo had escaped. And so they're, I think now going to be tracking down the trio and eventually that's going to come to some kind of conclusion where I'm sure there are going to be fisticuffs involved, but that was the fun for the week with that was just kind of getting to see these guys kind of in a different element and in a place that is very, very different from anything that we had seen before in Marvel. So Pretty excited to see where this goes. Also interesting to find out that the super soldier serum had been recreated just before the blip and the guy got blipped and then he comes back. The program has been disassembled, so he just recreates it for this power broker guy who we don't know who that is yet. I think that the rumor that's currently running around after you get the call from Sharon at the end about we have a problem. I think that that is going to be a little too on the nose if she winds up actually being the power broker. I don't think it really fits her character, and I think they're trying too hard to set it up to make it look like that's her. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's not the power broker, despite the rumors out there. So it sounds like she really wants to be home, and she wants to be pardoned, and so that, I think, is where her story is going to go. But I also feel like seeing Carly Morgenthau set up as a villain as well. I think that's also going to be kind of a misdirect. I think that is something where you realize that her heart's in a good place. She's just going about it in a way that may not be perfect. And so I think that we're going to get more character growth out of both of those individuals over the course of the remaining episodes. So next thing that we watched this week was Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I am loving this series. Honestly, it's one of those I didn't know I needed it. And now that I have it, I'm so glad that I have it because it's just a fun little series. And, you know, I realize as I'm watching it, you know, I grew up loving hockey, like not necessarily watching a lot of it, but like I watched all of the Mighty Ducks movies on repeat as a kid. And like I played some street hockey when I was younger, that sort of thing. And 
So it's just fun to kind of get back that feeling and kind of that whole vibe. And I think it was interesting this week because, yeah, the team got absolutely hammered. But I think we're starting to see Gordon Bombay maybe softening a little bit and realizing these kids need him, even if he's not yet willing to commit to coaching them yet. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. So the whole idea between um, Lauren Graham trying to coach them and trying to do it in ways that were unconventional. It kind of harkened back to how Bombay taught them when he really decided to invest himself, even though it may not have been the most, uh, what is it? Successful method as they got their butts handed to them pretty handily in this episode. But it was still something where I think they are going to have a lot of fun moving forward with that. I think we're also going to wind up seeing the one girl who I've dubbed this version's Adam Banks eventually convert from the Ducks to being one of the no bothers. And she'll probably go and whoop everybody. So that I think will be an interesting way to play it as well. So that was another fun thing. Another thing I do have to say, like... (laughs) this is a little off the normal path for when we're talking about stuff that we're streaming, but we've been watching Daniel Tiger's neighborhood with Austin. And that is one of those shows like kids shows. I get that they're really not geared for adults, but it's just one of those things. I find myself like watching and kind of like listening and just going, ah, ah, okay. Like I find myself really critical of stuff that happens in kids shows, despite the fact that really there's no, uh, real reason for me to be as critical about it so we were watching a daniel tiger neighborhood movie where a kid moves in from out of town i can't remember her name but she's a platypus like the whole platypus family and it's a mom grandma twins and the daughter that's about daniel's age and the whole town wanted to come together and throw a party to celebrate them moving into town and can i just tell you guys if i were moving into a neighborhood and the whole party thing like everybody in the neighborhood's like we're throwing this big party for you and there's a musical number to greet you and all of that like i'd be a little bit weirded out maybe that's just me but like i feel like hey yeah you're in town everybody is here and we're celebrating the fact that you've moved into town it's like do you do this for everybody that moves in or is it just me like and if it's just me why me specifically like why don't you do this for everybody or if you do do this for everybody why do you do this for everybody because this feels like going maybe a little bit over the top and i mean that's kind of like with musicals too right like there's the strange planet comic where um Belle is talking to her father. He's like, Papa, am I odd? No, dear. Why would you say that? Well, the whole town just sang an entire song about it to me. Oh, yes, I did see them practicing that earlier. Like, you kind of wonder in musical situations, like, I get that it's supposed to be a suspension of disbelief and it's fantasy and, you know, you're supposed to be having fun with it. But I always laugh at those because I'm like, how totally unreal is this? Like, hey, yeah, everybody bursts into song. Like, I think the movie Enchanted probably leaned into that best where there's the sequence where she's singing How Do You how does she know? And like everybody starts joining in and Patrick Dempsey is basically just everybody who is watching at home going, how do all of these people know this musical number? Why is everybody dancing? What is going on? I don't understand what is happening right now. Like it was a very fun sequence for me in that movie. Just like watching Patrick Dempsey, like what, what, what is going on? So that was a lot of fun there. I did finally finish Justice League, the Snyder Cut. What I will say, did I like the movie? Not especially, no. Did I like it better than the Joss Whedon version? 
yes, it actually felt like there was a lot more cohesiveness to the tone and the feel of the story, a lot less quippiness. And honestly, I think one of the things that's coming out of all of this, particularly with the uh, Ray Fisher situation and all of that is Joss Whedon is kind of a jerk. And so I'm glad that Zack Snyder was able to eventually give the people what he originally wanted to give, even if there's so many plot setups that we have in this that we're never going to get payoffs on. Like, it was still kind of nice to see his vision fulfilled on there. I did appreciate a lot more of the backstory of Cyborg, who was really supposed to be the heart of the film, according to Snyder. And basically, he got reduced to almost nothing in the original and being brought about to bring that origin story back and to bring back kind of what his motivations are and his development as a character and bringing him in. He was a very important part of the separating the mother boxes at the end. And on top of that, Superman was also brought in to really be more of a warrior against um, Steppenwolf. I always forget that guy's name for whatever reason. But anyway, it was definitely a more violent vision of Justice League, which I think was really ultimately, I mean, that's Zack Snyder's calling card at this point. He's very good with the violence, and uh, it's not my cup of tea personally, but it is something where, you know, there was definitely a moment to it where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we just lopped off Steppenwolf's head and sent it back to his master. That's awesome. So, but it, the feel of it, I think it felt like it was setting things up to eventually wind up being kind of like that whole idea of injustice where, uh, Superman goes bad and Lois being the key to everything. I think we all know in Injustice, Lois winds up being killed by Joker causing him to hallucinate and uh, Superman accidentally kills her and his uh, unborn child at that point. And so I kind of feel like that's where this was eventually going with that and that we probably would have gotten to see that translated a bit like I've read there's a whole bunch out there on what Snyder had been planning that we're never going to get unless somebody at uh, Warner Brothers decides uh, you know what this is doing a lot better than everything else we're doing maybe we should go ahead and honor that like I don't think we're going to get restore the Snyderverse but you know I didn't think we were going to get the Snyder cut to begin with so here we are with the four hour epic and that is what it is so yeah uh, I did appreciate the character development given to Ray Fisher's character, especially like I felt like Cyborg was just kind of there in the original. And now it's OK. He's really a key component of this entire story. And so I really do understand and appreciate why they included him and what his purpose there was now. So, like I said, still wasn't a huge fan of the movie. It's not what I like in a movie, but it is the type of thing that gets a lot of people going. And it is something where I do feel like they did justice to justice league in this particular instance. So that was that. All right. We're going to head to our last break. Then when we come back, we're going to do our pod decks question of the week. Stay tuned. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. 
allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. are back thank you again for tuning into our episode it is definitely something i do value the time that we get to spend together and the fact that you guys enjoy just hearing from me and kind of talking about the different stuff that we've been watching that all being said if there was a sandwich named after you what would be on it (laughs) well honestly like my ideal sandwich when it comes right down to sandwiches, I think would be a uh, Cubano. So I don't necessarily see myself reappropriating the Cubano sandwich for myself, but at the same time, like the stuff that is on the Cubano sandwich, like if you can find a good Cubano, it's fantastic. You know, you're talking your ham, your pulled pork or all of that, mustard, cheese, like, it's just ugh, on perfectly crisp bread. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like, I would just try to rename the Cubano in my honor, which I don't necessarily think would work, but I think that would kind of be my ideal sandwich coming out of this. So, uh, yeah, it just, it was a very, that's kind of my favorite, I think, when it comes down to sandwiches is that Cubano, which I don't get a whole lot, but it is one of those things that I do try to if I find it, I do like to try them and see if different places have good Cubanos. So that is our episode for this week. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate your support. You can support the podcast by joining the Dad DeLorean Covert at buymeacoffee.com slash the Dad DeLorean. And we have membership option there. It's either $3 a month or $30 for the year. You can provide support, help us going forward just kind of continue on with the podcast if you want to provide support just on a you know one-time basis there's also options to do that there as well but i do appreciate the time that you spend there i appreciate our dadlorian covert founding member dave over at the freckled lion wood shop and just love the fact that he has come on board with us and just got to spend some time with him a couple weeks back on our first Adelorian Covert meeting. We've got that coming up later this month. So if you want to get in on that, we'll probably do another game and it will be on Xbox One. And yeah, that'll be our thing is for this particular time. And it's something I think as we get more people, if it's something where we can't do cross-platform play on a particular game, then we may have to find another way to do it. But it is something where definitely I am keeping an eye on that and looking forward to being able to do that on a monthly basis. So hope you guys are having a great week. Whatever you're doing out there, I hope you just crush it. And remember, parenting is a complicated profession. Stay safe out there. Take care, my friends.
In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.